You're listening to the podcast Bible Companion series by author P.H. Thompson. This is a chronological Bible study going chapter by chapter, discovering Christ in all of Scripture. This is Psalm 136. This is a thanksgiving psalm to God for His enduring mercy. It may have been sung at Passover as it reminds God's people about everything He did for them, from creation to the exodus to the defeat of the kings Sion and Og. It is similar to Psalm 135 in regards to content. Since these events were all prior to the death of Moses, it may have been written by him or during his lifetime, although the author is not named. Because it mentions the defeat of these kings, I've decided to include it here after those events happened. It was likely used to sing responsively, with the Levites singing the first part of the stanza and the people responding with either words or in song the refrain, For his love endures forever. Some versions read, For his mercy endures forever. Both are true sentiments. During the dedication of the first temple by King Solomon, they sang something similar. 2 Chronicles 7-6 says, The priests took their positions, as did the Levites, with the Lord's musical instruments, which King David had made for praising the Lord, and which were used when he gave thanks, saying, His love endures forever. Opposite the Levites, the priests blew their trumpets, and all the Israelites were standing. This is a psalm, or song, or hymn of praise to God. It is especially good to sing our praises to God. When the concepts are in song format, we remember them. Verses 1-3, through A Call to Praise God It is traditional in churches to begin worship services with a call to worship, usually in the form of reading a verse of scripture, like this one. This refrain, His love endures forever, repeated after each phrase, implies that everything God does is because of His enduring love. Repetition also aids in memory retention. Forever in relation to God refers not just to the future unending years, but the time before time, because God is from everlasting to everlasting. The psalm says, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His love endures forever. Verses 4-9, through Cause for Praise, Creation After the call to worship God, the worship leader gets specific about all the great things that God has done. To him who alone does great wonders, his love endures forever. Who by his understanding made the heavens, his love endures forever. Who spread out the earth upon the waters, his love endures forever. Who made the great lights, his love endures forever. The sun to govern the day, his love endures forever. The moon and stars to govern the night, his love endures forever. Only God is able to do miracles because it is his creation. He made the heavens by his understanding. Psalm 104.24 also says, How many are your works, Lord? In wisdom you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. Romans 1.19.20 says something similar. Since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, 
so that people are without excuse. Then in language similar to Moses' description of the creation week in Genesis, he repeats that the earth was spread out upon the waters and God made great lights, the sun to govern the day and the moon and stars to govern the night. Psalm 74, 6 says, The day is yours and yours also the night. You established the sun and moon. Psalm 89, 35-37, in reference to David's everlasting kingdom, says, Once for all I have sworn by my holiness, and I will not lie to David, that his line will continue forever, and his throne endure before me like the sun. It will be established forever like the moon, the faithful witness in the sky. And Psalm 104.19 gives the reason for their creation. He made the moon to mark the seasons, and the sun knows when to go down. Genesis 1.14 says, And God said, Let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night, and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times and days and years. Jeremiah speaks of God's control over them. This is what the Lord says, He who appoints the sun to shine by day, he who decrees the moon and stars to shine by night, who stirs up the sea so that its its waves roar, the Lord Almighty is his name. Only if these decrees vanish from my sight, declares the Lord, will Israel ever cease being a nation before me. He appoints and decrees these things. Verses 10 to 15. Praise God for his deliverance from slavery. Then the writer recalls the events that led to the first Passover and Israel's exodus from Egypt and passage through the Red Sea. To him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt, his love endures forever, and brought Israel out from among them, his love endures forever. With a mighty hand and outstretched arm, his love endures forever. To him who divided the Red Sea asunder, his love endures forever, and brought Israel through the midst of it, his love endures forever, but swept Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea, his love endures forever. We are forgetful people. We need to constantly remind ourselves and each other of all of God's works on our behalf, especially these incredible miracles. So this section recalls the events of Exodus chapters 11 through 14. Verses 16 through 24, praise God for deliverance from enemies. This portion recalls God's faithfulness over 40 years in the wilderness, which was studied in Numbers 14-36, to and Israel's defeat of the two kings east of the Jordan and his gifting of their land to them. It says, To him who led his people through the wilderness, his love endures forever. To him who struck down great kings, his love endures forever. And killed mighty kings, his love endures forever. Sihon, king of the Amorites, his love endures forever, and Og, king of Bashan, his love endures forever, and gave their land as an inheritance, his love endures forever, an inheritance to his servant Israel, his love endures forever. He remembered us in our lowest state, his love endures forever, and freed us from our enemies, his love endures forever. They did not defeat these kings because they were exceptional soldiers, but because God was judging those nations. Moses says in Deuteronomy 9.4.5, After the Lord your God has driven them out before you, do not say to yourself, 
The Lord has brought me here to take possession of this land because of my righteousness. No, it is on account of the wickedness of these nations that the Lord is going to drive them out before you. It is not because of your righteousness or your integrity that you are going in to take possession of their land, but on account of the wickedness of these nations. The Lord your God will drive them out before you to accomplish what he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God remembered their low estate. Moses says something similar in Deuteronomy 7, 7, 8. The Lord did not set his affection on you and choose you because you were numerous, more numerous than other peoples, for you were the fewest of all peoples. But it was because the Lord loved you and kept the oath he swore to your ancestors that he brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the land of slavery, from the power of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. It wasn't because of them, but because of his love and his commitment to keep his covenant that he rescued them. Verses 25 and 26. Praise God for common grace. God's concern is not limited to people. This is his providence. It says he gives food to every creature. His love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven. His love endures forever. Psalm 145.15 repeats this idea. The eyes of all look to you and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. As well as Psalm 147.9, he provides food for the cattle and for the young ravens when they call. And Psalm 104.21-27, and 27, The lions roar for their prey and seek their food from God, and all creatures look to you to give them their food at the proper time. And God challenged Job, do you hunt the prey for the lioness and satisfy the hunger of the lions when they crouch in their dens or lie in wait in a thicket? Who provides food for the raven when its young cry out to God and wander about for lack of food? Then he ends with a general call to give thanks to the God of heaven for all these things demonstrate his everlasting love. If we were would study and contemplate creation, we would continue continually worship God. Even the simple cell which evolutionists claim began in a primordial pond and then gave rise to all the biodiversity we have on earth is far from simple. It is a complex organism of interdependent parts which could not work without the other parts already being in place. There is no need to fear the bankrupt theory of evolution. Scarlet threads. So what scarlet threads are hints of Jesus Christ or the gospel do we find in this chapter? God is called the God of gods and Lord of lords. Elsewhere he is called God of gods and Lord of kings, as well as King of kings and Lord of lords. Jesus is also given this title. This psalm focuses on the historical fact of the redemption of Israel from slavery in Egypt which is a type of our salvation in Christ, who redeemed us from slavery to sin. Being redeemed from slavery and spared the punishment we deserve personalized their worship as well as ours. God takes care of all his creatures. He still does. This is common grace and providence. This psalm provides a framework for praising God, first for who he is, then for what he has done generally in the world, then for what he has done specifically for his people in redeeming them and protecting them until they receive their inheritance, 
and then for his providential care of his creatures. He continues to do this throughout history, so we should continue to praise him. You've been listening to the podcast Bible Companion series by author P.H. Thompson. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and comment. Continue listening for Numbers chapter 22. May God bless the study of his word.